Okay, Chevra. I'm just curious. How did you, let's just share. Let's just share. You'll see. You'll see. You'll see. You'll see. Don't worry. Let's share. Let's just Chevra. Let's share a few minutes of Taira. A few minutes of Taira in order to uh, continue. It's all good. We're all good. We're recording. I'm on this side. Thank you. In order to continue this absolutely incredible Kiddush Hashem that we're all in the middle of witnessing. I'm sure many of uh, many people here spent the day with you know two screens on, one screen, three screens on, one screen just watching the ticker, one screen doing other things supposed to be doing, maybe the phone, and just watching, watching, and uh, to see 386 donations, 386 donations throughout the course of a 12-hour period is incredible, is incredible. So let's just share a few words of Taira about the parsha before we. Uh, Double down our efforts to Amir uh, Tzashem uh, build this incredible shul. And obviously the Torah will be slightly connected, slightly connected. So two short vars I wanted to share and then we'll connect them all together. Um, where should we start? We should start that Yosef Tzadik is in Mitzrayim. Yosef Tzadik is in Mitzrayim in the darkest, worst places possible. So Ramesha Feinstein makes a fascinating observation Ramesha says, if you look at the Psukim, there's an extra word, Mitzrayim, that was thrown in there when it says he's Eilili Gedula, when he says that Yaakov tells his family, there's an extra mention of Mitzrayim. We're not going to go involved in the Psukim right now. And says Ramesha, you know what this shows us? Ramesha says that it's telling you it was Mitzrayim. It was Holocaust. It was Cold War. It was the worst place ever. It was ICU. It was... Death. And Yosef found the Kaddish Baruch Hu. Feinstein points out, you can have the worst situation ever. The Torah is teaching us, you could find Hashem in every <coughs> single situation. Actually, before I came here, I was sitting with someone who was telling me, telling me her life story, which is not for now. I didn't even hear the whole thing, and we sat for about a while. And uh, one thing that she mentioned that resonated with me was how she was blind, confined to a wheelchair, she could not move. Cancer was ravaging every single part of her body. And now she is standing, walking, talking, full reconstruction surgery on her face. She sees perfectly. She's driving. She's talking. She has a job. Nisim. Nisim. If you want to find Hashem, you can find Hashem at any moment. So what does that have to do with our campaign? What does that have to do with our campaign? So what I was thinking earlier today, I'm sure everyone here maybe could share their thoughts afterwards. I was thinking, and I've said this at some times to the Chavri here, is let's in our, our brains rewind, let's say one year. Let's go back in our mind one year. Where were we last year New Year's? Where were we last year New Year's? Where were our lives last year New Year's? And if we do that, and then we try to trace from... There to here, if you don't find Nisim, if you don't find the miracles everywhere, then you're not looking. Then you're not looking. I mean, let's look around this, this room. Did this room look like this a year ago? No, no, not, not, even, not even close. A year ago, was there, was there a fathom, was there a dream that a year later, literally to the date, you'd be in the middle of a million dollar campaign and more than a quarter of the way there? With a rough. There you go. 
I'll tell you, where was I a year ago? I only figured this out when I was searching through my notes, Parshas Vayigas. I was, I w- no, 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 I was. I was in the middle of starting a high school in the Five Towns. That's where I was a year ago. That's where I was a year ago, and I actually spoke this past week to Rabbi Avi Weller, who we were supposed to be partners in crime and open up a high school in the Five Towns. And what happened? Hashem said it's not, it's not the right thing to do right now. And it didn't happen. And what happened? Hashem, one day, outside the mirror, sent me Ramesh's older brother, and uh, over a Shailen Hilchas Nida, a garage, some young guys, a shul, and lo and behold, a year later, we're sitting here. So if someone doesn't see Nisim in their own life, as Ramesha <laughs> says, the Torah says in Mitzrayim, one extra time to tell us, in the worst, most terrible, horrible moments, Hashem is there. And it's hard, it's hard. I mean, we could just go back, or if Menachem, if you go back like the last like few weeks, and just see like, Oh my gosh, how many times did people sit there as the campaign was like, we were trying to get ourselves together, sit there like, we're suffocating, we're suffocating, we need, we need oxygen, you know, are we going to ever just get to the launch? Forget about getting our goal, it was just like, are we going to get to the launch? And this uh, But the question is, how do you get there? And this is, the, this is a, hopefully the, the Baal Shem Tev, the Heliga Baal Shem, that we'll take home with us tonight, we'll take into our Mikdash Ma'at that we're sitting here, and hopefully to our Mikdash Ma'at, which will be slightly larger very, very soon, B'Siyat Dishmaya. The Baal Shem Tov says that there's three times in the Torah, it's a medrash that says that when Yehuda approached Yosef, that we equate it to Tefillah. We equate Yehuda talking to Yosef to Tefillah. Vayigash elav Yehuda. Vayigash, and he came close. And the Baal Shem Tov asks, what exactly was different about what Yehuda said to Yosef than he said prior? If you go back in the Pesukim, it sounds like he said the same thing again. What did he do differently? Says the Baal Shem, a lesson that we have to take into every single one of our tefillahs. How is our Meir different tonight than last night? How is our Shema different tomorrow morning than the next Shema The answer is it isn't. It's the same exact words. So ask the Baal Shem Tov, what's the difference? Why the Yigash love Yehuda? Why did Yehuda, why did this one work? He got through to Yosef. Why? Says the Baal Shem Tov, because Yehuda had an urgency, a passion, a fire, when he approached Yosef that final time. That urgency, passion, fire, that's called kavana. That's what fuels the tefillah. That's what the Medrash is teaching us when it equates Yehuda's impassionate plea to tefillah. So b'siyat deshmaya, the tefillah that we have right now, as we sit here, where we're holding, Morty? 270? 270. 270. 271. We're holding as 271. The tefillah that we have is that we're not just building a building. And I said this, and I say it again, and I'll say it to I'm blue in the face. The Shulchan Aruch says, Yesh Misha Oimer Shebinyan Beisakineses Adifa Mi Mitzvah Sedaka. Which means you take the whole mitzvah of Sedaka, all the priority list, what's, what do you have to put on top? Binyan based like Anasis. The Vilna Goyin asks a question from Yushalmi. He doesn't understand it. And the Goyin's answer doesn't help most shuls. So most shuls don't quote the Goyin. They quote the Shulchan Arach. And then we pretend that it's true. But it's not Emes. The Vilna Goyin is bothered by Yushalmi. We're not getting involved in right now. But Vilna Goyin says, if you don't have a shul, then Binyan based takes precedent. So I don't think the Vilna Gain was only referring to if you're davening on a park bench. I would assume he's also referring to if you're davening in a freezing cold, sometimes flooded, toilet stuffed, 
Sounds like very violent, Menachem. Your message last Mosei Shabbos. You should. You had to like warn people before they read that one. Bloody toilets. I don't know what was going on over there. I don't know what was going on over there. But either way, the Vilna is teaching us a difa mikulam, building such a shul, a place to take a garage and put it into a proper building that we could dab in, that we could utilize the words of the Holy Baal Shem, the Heliga Baal Shem, that what? And I'm assuming you're going to have a nigan for the Baal Shem waiting for us in a moment. There you go. That we take the words of our tefillahs and take them from mere words to impassionate, fiery pleas. So the bracha, the tefillah that we have right now is that we should all be successful. Anyone who listens, what are we at? 275. Should I not stop talking? This is going well. I should, maybe I shouldn't stop talking. 275. Anyone who's listening, please feel free to partake. It's not my request. It's no one in the shul's request. It's the Vilna Gain's request. It's the Vilna Gain's request. That what? Adifa Mikulam. Adifa Mikulam. is Binya Bisignasis, Bisiat Ishmaya. Our Tfilah should all be Niskabel. All causes throughout Kal Yisrael should fulfill and meet their goals. Kal Yisrael should continue being the most incredible people. Chevra, would any guy understand what we're doing right now? If any guy looked in this room and said, there's a bunch of Jews sitting around the table with some computers, some food, and they're sitting there raising hundreds and thousands of dollars from whom? From friends, from, from acquaintances, from people they didn't know. Every single person here throughout the day said, oh, I didn't know this one, and he gave me money, etc., etc. And she gave us all the chizik, shkayach, a